Today, we have the honor to have one very, very exclusive brand with a great name behind it. Uh, and we have the head of marketing, and let me introduce you, Martin Giagigliardi. Welcome to Paddle Smash Academy. And we are all things paddle. So let, let me just tell you a bit about kind of like myself, my role, and, and the company. Uh, it's funny, you say Martin. That's a very Miami thing because, <laughs> you know, growing up in, uh, in Toronto, spending 20 years over there, I was, I was raised for, for a big chunk of my life over there. You know, you, nobody ever says Martin. It's all <laughs> Martin, right? So it's very common for people here. You know, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, do yeah. people here call you like Julian Caesar or like Julian Caesar, you know? Um, I got involved in the business about six months ago uh, with the parent company that, that owns Kimoa. It's called Revolution Brands. We own a portfolio of, of different businesses within it, Kimoa. Kimoa uh, was a business that was acquired from Fernando Alonso, F1 driver, racing with Aston Martin, having a very, very, very successful year. Uh, and we hope it continues that way. Kimoa was all about sustainability. It was about the California sort of, of lifestyle. What, what does it mean? Kimoa stems from a Maori word, al mar, to the sea. It was all about that sort of California lifestyle of sustainability, being close to the ocean, uh, living sort of that sort of leisure, that, that sort of adventure that you get out of, of, of California. I think that's something that people associate a lot, like the sun, the beach, the water. Think about like surfing, that sort of lifestyle that people have a very sort of active lifestyle, very close to, to, um, to the environment. So Kimoa stands for basically that and, and, and much more. We're very focused on sustainable practices. A lot of our clothes have a lot of sustainable materials. Uh, we're keen on, on protecting the ocean. That's something that Fernando stands behind quite a bit, I'd say. That was the, the real reason why Kimoa kind of like opened up. So a lot of our clothes, a lot of our products are made with fishnets with recyclable plastics. Uh, it's unbelievable how much stuff uh, we, you know, makes that up. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so let's talk about your products. What products do you guys uh, produce? You know, interestingly enough, we started with your regular sort of t-shirts, caps, sunglasses, again, all made with sustainable sort of materials. And over the past months, we started experimenting within our Kimoa Lab sort of division on, on other sides of the business things that still relate to that sort of excitement that you get with, with the speed and performance that comes with someone like Fernando Alonso. So things like cycling, for example, things like paddle, which we'll obviously be talking yeah, about yes. quite a bit. Skiing, you know, so like, for example, for example, ski goggles, uh, a lot of technical sunglasses that you can actually use when you're, again, cycling or playing sports or whatnot. So there's a lot of the products that we have out there that are very keen on not just sustainability, but also action, fast, speed, uh, excitement, different sorts of uh, sports that in today's world, you don't really have a big brand behind. You know what I mean? Like I, I always tell the example, um, if I tell you the brand bands, for example, the first thing that comes to mind is skateboarding. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a skateboarder to enjoy, you know, wearing a pair right. of bands, for example. And we're trying to turn Kimoa into that sort of sustainable sort of brand, which in today's world, there's lots of brands out there that are trying to be sustainable. But at the same time, how do we attach it to, you know, sports that we actually really love that don't have that sort of fit out there, whether mm. it's 
racing because I can't really think of a racing brand out there that that's associated from a clothing point of view. Right. Or you know, paddle. Sure, you have a lot of brands out there. Uh, whether it's you know Head, Wilson, you name it. There's a lot of them out there that that are. But nothing that is in my mind specific that it, that does a lot of clothing, for example, uh, and that also obviously does a lot of the rackets and whatnot. Right, right. Now um, I always see lab everywhere. What does that mean? Is that your R and D, or is that your like areas where you figure out what you're gonna produce? Yeah. I see like Kimo Lab. So, I see lab so everywhere. our lab is our division of unique sort of products that we're just testing out. Okay. Following. So it's it's very different from our clothing sort of brand because it serves a specific purpose. Where a t-shirt, you know, I'm wearing a polo today. It's an Aston Martin sort of, of polo collaboration that we do with them. Um, where this can be used anywhere, you know, whether you're just going to a normal event or I'm coming here for a podcast or I'm just, you know, on a weekend sort of thing. These sort of lab products serve a specific purpose. You know, whether it's a paddle racket, you're not gonna use this for tennis, for example. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, and how many products does this lab usually test? I mean, are you talking about different sports or one sport specifically? No, no. We, we actually cycle through a lot of sports. Uh, so in this case, we have paddle, which is something that we've been very keen and been focusing on, obviously due to the high demand and, and the growing so, uh, of the yeah. sport. So I seen Fernando play a couple of years ago in Wynwood. Yeah. And is that how it came to be, uh, producing paddle rackets through him? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. He... Uh, as crazy as it may seem, he has a huge say. He's still part of the brand as much, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're involved now in the business. He's still our global ambassador. He has a huge say in what goes and what doesn't go from designs, from what sort of collections we want to work on, what sort of products. Uh, so usually it comes from him. It originally stemmed when we were doing the lab stuff into the cycling because he, he's really big into cycling. Uh, so we were doing a lot of the technical glasses and, and clothing and whatnot. Now we started transitioning to paddle because it's something that he's started picking up a bit more often. He loves sort of doing. So we've, you know, now kind of like dived into the whole paddle scene. So, so how much R&D did you guys invest in the, the, the paddle rackets and how many paddle rackets do you have to offer? Today we have uh, two models, uh, which... Which are these two? Which are the two that you, you see right there. Um, we are looking at expanding the lineup. So one of the lineups that we're looking to right now is the pickleball okay. area. So we're looking at a pickleball racket, which will you know hopefully launch in the coming months. Uh, and we are looking at potentially making changes to the to the racket that you see in so here. So you're gonna have kind of two two paddles uh, for now, launch. yeah. Okay, and so who 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 designed the, the paddles? Because the the blue one is is beautiful. Design. You like it? Yeah. Cool. Beautiful design and beautiful presentation. Let me yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. Um, the designs come from our, our company in Madrid, in Spain. So they're in charge of a lot of the designs that happen for our clothes, for our sunglasses, for our T-shirts, paddle rackets, whatever it may be. We don't manufacture them in Spain. The paddle rackets specifically, we manage, manufacture them in South America. So they're okay. handcrafted in South America. Okay. okay. All right. That we, was the next question. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo both of them, obviously, this one's carbon fiber and this one's uh, fiberglass, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, and well, this is the the carbon fiber is going to be a little stiffer, right? And then the the fiberglass is going to be a little bit more um, malleable. Uh, yeah. 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 So how did uh, how did you decide to put Alfonso's name on on the fiberglass one and not the carbon one? Is that the style of uh, paddle he likes? Yeah. So. More than the, the style of paddle that he likes, we also thought about how we could be inclusive to everyone. And when it comes to like launching a paddle racket, you got to think about, you know, how do we appeal to 
people that are slowly getting into the sport. Okay. And that's maybe the more round design of the of the um, of the SDB one. Right. This one, I, yeah. I I actually this one with the carbon fiber was a little stiffer. Yeah. And easier to use. Yeah. Then let's just say one that's a fiberglass. One. Did you did you not also find that that one when you're trying to balance it, you know, it's it's well, less well, heavy. Well, this one's on wrong, top, so right? you're gonna you're gonna have exactly. them here. But this one's more of a diamond shape, but this is made out of fiberglass. So yeah. the ball's gonna uh it's gonna go in more. It's not gonna have that um that that kind of that stiffness that the carbon fiber does. Right. And so so the then, way the way that we saw it was more how do we design something that's for more advanced sort of players in the diamond sort of shape? Yep. And definitely. then how do we appeal to I wanna say the masses, but beginners yeah. call beginners, it yeah. with with a different sort of racket that's more round so so you guys went with a diamond uh shape uh, on this one for like uh more advanced look i guess with heavier on the top but did a fiberglass for more of a beginners yeah yeah so yeah. it's a little easier to use let's just say it's a, it's a bit of a mix right we're we're just starting to we're starting we're starting to get involved in the sport right now yeah. and we're just trying to test out what works and what doesn't work and it's not just the materials it's not just the designs understanding that we wanted to have something for more of a beginner sort of group and more in advance but also things like pricing you yeah because if you think about pricing today for paddle rackets they're they're all over the place right yeah. like you can yeah. find them for 80 bucks you can find them for i don't know 400 well, 500 you, you tend right? to find the carbon fiber ones uh, more expensive there's more expensive yeah you know the material so you're you're anywhere from like three hundred to four hundred dollars now. The paddle is it's insane. going for yeah yeah. Insane. So I guess it just depends on what what you like. If you like you know carbon fiber, fiberglass, the feel of it, what have you. But the majority of the high end uh, paddles are going with carbon fiber, three thousand, six thousand, eight thousand, right, ten thousand, yeah. and that's kind of the trend. So I used the black one, and it felt a little bit more stiffer uh than the than the fiberglass one yeah, yeah yeah but i assume the fiberglass one is made for the majority i'm assuming because it's a little easier maybe to use right not not just that interestingly enough if you look at the price points they're they're not that far apart from you from each other no they're right they're like close. The, the round <clears throat> sorry the round one is about 350 dollars. yeah and the the diamond one is about 385 dollars. Yeah. yeah um and that also comes again with with testing the market out i think yeah. the market here in in north america is so different from the market in in europe so, so, so the question comes back again is how much r d did you guys put into the paddles and and who's your market for the paddles so, so i'll tell you it was a combination of um of fernando say in terms of the design and kind of what he wanted to design is beautiful i yes. love the color yeah. everything. from, from mean, a manufacturing amazing. point of view we we partnered with someone someone big i can mention unfortunately mm -hmm. Who had experience mm -hmm. in the in the industry um and again they're all you know handcrafted and whatnot so you so based everything like, on their r d or cor correct so we leverage a lot of their expertise to be able to say what you know what should we have in there but what can we also do different that is not like the other ones because again i think for me and this is i don't know if it just applies to me or not but when i see people picking a racket a lot of it is just comes to just trying it out and seeing if they like it or not Correct. I, I, I don't think i don't think people are out there you know and, and i'm sure we'll talk about it but sure. one of the things i i hear a lot is how do you go how do we go about sponsoring specific players and whatnot yeah. but i don't hear enough people who go out there and say what are players using because i want to use the same racket that players are I, specifically I, using. actually I, I see different I, I see people buying paddles and Two forms, majorities. Number one, if they look good, yeah, because they're beginners, they really don't know, and they're depending on coaches too. Yeah, Correct. but they're also looking on 
you know, what looks good. So yep. that looks good. So you, you might draw that. Uh, a second one is going to be price point. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And how do you create that? Because the challenge you have with a price point is, well, let's start with this. Handcrafting this, it's not cheap. No, it's I not. think there's this sort of idea, this man. perception that like, you can crank these out of China for $10 a piece. No, they're not coming out of China yeah. for $10 a piece. They're yeah. not coming out of China yeah. at all, but forget about the $10. Yeah, they, they, they and, they're handmade. They're handmade. Exactly. Each individual. So yeah, exactly. They, 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 the manufacturing process is it's very much hands-on on, on a power. You know, and everybody compares it to tennis. Tennis is you put a mold and you yeah. you, you, you just do 100 Correct. rackets an hour. Here Correct. it takes an hour just to do one. So so I think the second, part, second way they are buying is based on the favorite player. Right, they go and buy it because it's their favorite player, uh, and I think the third way is once you get to that more high intermediate advance, you you already know what type of pedal you like. If it's a diamond, if it's a hybrid, if it's round, if you want the way in the top, want the way in the middle, if it's carbon fiber uh, or if it's fiberglass. At that point, then you're a little more. Then now you're trying them out because. Yeah you want to see which pedal you like best. So yeah. I think there's those three ways that people... Yeah, but, but I think the majority, yeah, because I'm in the, other, in the other side too, as I'm, I'm dealing with students and, and coaches all day long, it's, you know, start from the grassroots movement, you know, from, from the coaches, from is the one that they handed, hey, try this paddle. Correct. Yep. You know, start from there and, and make it grow from there. But at the end of the day, it's it's how do you put the paddle out there you know and and i see uh kimoa and i see something similar i don't know if you're familiar with this brand called uh, quickma no uh, it belongs to decathlon it's one of the biggest okay. yeah, you yeah. know in, yeah, in yeah. europe and and they started with a very you know one or two paddles and testing the market and all that and then from there they exploded yeah but their marketing uh idea was different you know start at 99 euros per paddle yeah uh, because they have the manufacturing process, they have the R&D process all within the same company. For sure. That's why they could have targeted a different way. And I think you guys are going are going the same way. You know well, what, what, I mean? what are they selling them at now? Is it still 99? They well, still well, 99 euros and then they go up to 139. I mean, the, the 99 the, euros is going to be fiberglass. Okay, but yeah. the, the, problem is this, the problem is when you're putting that sort of price point, are you then creating the perception that you're giving something of lesser quality? Yes. A certain degree. And that's yeah. something that to us is also a challenge because, yeah. you know, you have Fernando Alonso who represents Correct. everything that Fernando Alonso represents. And, you know, if, if you're into this sort of F1 world, you understand things are not Correct. cheap. In North America, playing paddle is, not I don't cheap. want to say a luxury, but it's expensive. It's really yeah. expensive. Yeah. You know, we can we yeah. can talk about that. Yeah. But um, and so if I were to, you know, bad example bring a racket that I put for 350 and put it for 150. Well, people think this is a cheap, crappy racket. No, no, I agree with you. The, the, you know their I mean? marketing yeah. strategy is completely different to what yeah. it is yeah. because yeah, yeah, they yeah. sell it on their own stores. Yeah. So they have the whole 360, mm -hmm. you know, ecos ecosystem all together. But it's, it's. Uh, I, I think the ways, and now you guys are in, 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 in Wynwood and, and you guys are one of our sponsors and all that. But let me ask you, how do you planning to i mean is it's going to be only the two paddles or or the two rackets and are you going to bring more into the market and what do you see the kimoa paddle growth here in the united states in the next year or two years yeah so um <clears throat> there's a few things we're doing around around the whole brand and specifically about paddle um in spain so let me, let me just start in spain because again our headquarters for kimoa is in spain we're starting to work with younger sort of players that we can pick up, young talent, uh, 
we've looked at the ROI of a professional paddle player and what it would cost to give them, you know, a, a sponsorship, a sponsorship yeah. and give them our racket and obviously them playing with it. And we still haven't been able to look at the numbers and say, this is worth it. Right. Where I come in as a marketing sort of, you know, expert, call it whatnot. I'm a big believer in the power of micro influencers. So yeah. let me, let me walk you through mm -hmm. what influ micro influencers are. If I, if I am looking for a place to eat out tonight, right? I have two options. I go on Instagram and I see Kim Kardashian who just went to like some crazy restaurant here in Miami, or I pick up the phone, I call you Julian and I say, Hey, listen, can you recommend me a good spot for seafood making it up? I think there's a connection between people who may not have a big following, but who have a lot of power in the safe. Because if I, if you tell me of a great spot that you believe in for seafood, for a restaurant, chances are I may end up going over there myself over what Kim Kardashian would have announced on Instagram, where I know she's getting paid millions of dollars for that sort yeah. of announcement. Yeah. And so what we're trying to focus on right now is how do we leverage the sort of micro influencers into giving them rackets, educating them about, you know, paddle, inviting them to the events. Yes. Sometimes it's as easy as me saying, you know what, it costs me um, $100, $120 to, to sponsor a court for an hour. Kimoa sponsored court for, for one hour yeah. and come play, try our rackets out for an hour. Yeah. And for a lot of people, you know what, the idea of saving $25, you know, because that's yeah. what the average is for, for a court here in Miami is a huge win. And the spend for us is not that big. But the experience that I get out of that exactly, and the leverage that I then have to not just put the product in the hands of someone who may buy it. Cause then again, it's, I got used to playing with this racket. So I want to buy this racket because now I'm getting yeah. good with this racket. Right. But also can I then leverage that sort of content for social media? Yeah. And now is that your, your model and have you guys tested that? Yeah. So we're actually doing it right now. Okay. Um, in Spain, we're trying to start sponsoring younger players. So I start from the grassroots. Correct. Grow. Correct. Yes. So we're not looking at, at big pros. We're looking at how do we leverage mm -hmm. the ones that are up and coming right now that won't cost us as much. And here in the US, we're not there yet. Okay. We're looking into the idea of, you know, we, we sponsor a court right now just to get the name out of there for people to see it. That's that's why we're here today. Yes, we have right? a lot of players looking no. for sponsors, right? That, yes, that exactly. We, <laughs> I, no, and, and, and you you made uh, a very precise statement, you know, with the micro influencers. Paddle Smash Academy, that's who we are. We yeah. are a micro influencer mm -hmm. trying to promote it and the growth the of paddle here in the United States. Yeah. So I, I love that term. You know, we have a very small niche, but our objective vision and mission is to make paddle growth here in the United States. Yeah. That's why we're trying to bring everybody. And and going back to what you're saying, it, and I'm giving, I'm gonna play devil's devil's advocate here because I'm here. I'm on the court, you know, four or five hours a day, yeah. uh, coaching and teaching people. One of the things that now at Winwood, we have the brand, meaning we selling the, the paddles. We have the, the branding on the courts. Yeah. But every time we ask for a demo racket for the student to try it out, we don't have one. Yeah. And that's a very important, it's, in, instead of you renting the court, why don't you give two or three paddles to each club 100%. that you're, you know, for them, hey, try this paddle. 100%. Because I bring it with me into the court, try them out. Yeah. You know, everybody's looking. So that will be a great way for you guys to using us to expose the brand to every single one. Because the moment you try it, 
they will trust us 100% yeah, for sure. what we tell them. For you know sure. what I mean? Because sure. we are the experts on the court. And if we tell them, try this and do it, uh, that will be a key factor for you guys to, you know, start from the bottom up. Also, I think some of the success from the other uh, pedal manufacturers or companies is that when these players are first, you know, trying out paddle, yeah. they're not ready to invest in, in a $350 or $400 sure. yeah. paddle. So a lot of times they're renting them. But if they see like a and renting costs money after two, three, four times, if they see something a little bit, you know, less, a beginner's paddle, they might go for that to see if they're really like this sport. And once yeah. they do, then they'll probably buy the same brand of the first part they bought, um, you know, but something a little bit better. Yeah, you know for saying? sure. So that's you know, the market research says that, you know, we at Winwood, we we rent paddles. Yeah. And it's after the eighth rental, the player will buy one because they said, oh, I already oh. spent 80 bucks on it. But wait, why, is, why is it because of that? Man. Is it because they the perceived notion is that they spend eighty bucks, or because by that point they're hooked on the sport, so they feel exactly. like they're committed? Yes, because yes. that's a very different mm -hmm. sort of. Well, thing. That, that's the that's the yeah. two I, the two you know variables. I think the yes. reality is after yes. eight times of someone going, they're going pretty often. Like, yes. look, I'll give yeah. you a very good example. Six months ago, I didn't play paddle. <laughs> oh, that was the next question. If you play paddle, <laughs> I play paddle. Okay. Six months ago, I didn't play paddle. Yes. You know, in Toronto, we used to play tennis once yeah. in a while. And there are um, no paddle courses until still play, yet. There is, there's still, they're, they're just launching one. one. Yeah. yeah, there's just launching yeah. one right now yeah. in, a, in a very uh, known area. Yeah, in Cherry, Cherry. Correct, Cherry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry Beach. Yeah. Um, so coming into Miami, I don't really know about paddle that much. I knew about the sport. I didn't really know the rules. I was aware of kind of what was happening. I started playing paddle and I really fell in love. With a sport exactly and when i say i fell in love is i'm actually playing two three times a week now yeah but you know the sort of questions that i'm having right now when it comes to playing is there a membership that i can pay anywhere to just pay a fixed amount every month because i'm yeah. spending like 120 150 dollars <laughs> just to play well, yeah. that, that's the reason why the club doesn't have a membership <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure yeah. um so so that's that's the sort of but that's the commitment that then drove me to be able to get a racket so after the first month of me saying holy crap like i'm spending you know a hundred dollars a week right here and maybe i should consider buying one because you yeah. know yeah. Exactly. it's not even about the rent it's like i, I just want to get used to my own racket yeah. yeah i think a lot of people too will think that the rackets that they get from a practice point of view, the ones that they're renting, are not necessarily good. Definitely. It's kind of like when you go, for example, Definitely. for uh, to a driving range, you play golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The golf clubs that they'll give you are not yeah. gonna be good golf clubs. But and I think everyone understands that up until a point in which you really love doing that, so you go and you commit yourself to yeah, being yeah. able to, to buy But one. usually it's the, the, the club gets their own like paddles that are made in China, that puts their name on it. So they know it's not you yeah. know a real brand. For sure. But if there was uh, a couple brands there and they can rent an actual real brand that has uh, better paddles, they'll get an idea. Uh, it, it, you know, people are kind of loyal. They, they buy that first one for whatever, for sure. 40, yes. 50 bucks, 75 bucks. They're kind of loyal now to them. They bought it based we on how did. it looks or whatever. Yeah. And then they continue buying that, the more expensive one afterwards. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's true. typical. Uh, it's true. I'm, uh, I'm going back to the milk paddles and I'll tell you for experience that, especially the ladies, they hate renting paddles because the grip is so sweaty. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. they don't change the grip quite often. Yeah. So they, 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 they gross out, you know, holding yeah. that sweaty grip. <laughs> so that's why they ended, uh, they ended up buying paddles. But 
you should look into having the demo option at the club where we can just hand it out, try it out and all that. Let's talk it through. But I want to bring two points that I thought yeah. Were, yeah. were important on that. Um, let's go with, with point number one. Something that you mentioned that resonated was how about empowering coaches out there to exactly. leverage the rackets? Mm -hmm. So now we went from players who, in all fairness, a lot of the players also coach to coaches. Maybe that's the entry level right there. Maybe like the, the point yeah. of entry is not necessarily approaching players who will obviously ask yeah, yeah. for quite a bit of money, but how do we start penetrating the market by going after the coaches who train with people who, you know, don't necessarily have a racket and you're going to put yeah. a racket yeah. in their hands for the first time. But, but this paddle is, is uh, the, the market is for the high end advanced player. Somebody who's going to invest $350, $400. Yes. So the coaches usually are are uh the ones that they're coaching advanced and advanced but they already have their pedal that they already play with and they know it and, and they, they like it so the coaches there are usually dealing with let's say beginners that haven't really committed or purchased a paddle yet and this is probably more uh market to somebody who who's already vested into paddle you know for years and years and is going to spend 350 400 dollars yeah but says i mean not necessarily because i mean the price range you you don't go I mean, there are no, there are very few paddles that are below the three hundred range. There's some you know what I mean? There's like a, a two hundred, like yeah, maybe two ninety. Which is some good paddles for like one fifty, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, but that's but, for people that know, right? So that, yes. that's again the idea of the perception of where the price stands mm -hmm. and what value it creates. For example, blindly speaking, blindly, I walk into a store and I see two rackets, one going for three fifty the other one going for $250. And they're both on sale today for $200. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, 9 out of 10, we'll pick the one that's $350 without really considering yeah, the, but the specs that make it uh, uh, better or worse. Because yeah. it could be just yeah. all fluff. And, you know, it's... I, I think you're right. But I think most people call their coach or somebody that is better educated and paddle first. Hey, what do you think about this brand? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then the coach or the person who's been playing paddle for, you know, over four or five years is going to say, hey, look, you know, this is this, this is that. You know, like I can identify, or both of us can identify paddle. What material yeah. is used, what it's for, what's it's best for. So I think a lot of players will rely on, on coaches or somebody who, you know, understands paddle a little more to guide them to, you know, what I should I buy, what should I choose, based on their style of playing and where they are, yeah. you know, which is important. Because a paddle is going to be different from a beginner to intermediate to more like a far advance. And it depends on their style. If they're playing yeah. left side or right side, if they're playing more defensive, playing more attacking. These are all different types of, of paddles and styles that coaches can determine based on, you know, yes. coaching the player. They know Correct. what type of player they are and what paddle will fit them best. You know, diamond shape, a hybrid, a round, all those I, things. I always, you know, I, always, I get this question on a weekly basis, you know, what paddle should I buy? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I tell every single one of them. That's true. Try them out first. Yeah, that's because the best. because the the other thing that we have is some paddles that are very stiff. Yeah, they're very heavy. Yeah, so they need to try them out first. That's why it's so important for clubs and and brands to have that them over there. That that is coming from tennis. Tennis, yeah. mm -hmm. every single brand when you open an account with Wilson Head, whatever in tennis, they'll give you they give you two or three demos. Yeah, have them at the club, use them. Go me, crazy, yeah. Go crazy with it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it you gotta feel it. You know, it's a it's yeah. a very personal thing. Yeah. I might like this paddle better than the other one, but yeah. it's it's you gotta feel it. You what know? what proportion of players are you guys seeing that actually get coaching? Because the reality is there's many people that don't necessarily get coaches. They just start 
Well, I mean, I, I coach, I coach in between 30 and 40 people a week, yeah. you know, different people. No, but what percentage relative to the number of people that play paddle, paddle actually went with lessons? Like, I'll give you an example. I played tennis in, in Toronto. I'm playing tennis here, recreational, okay? But I've never taken a lesson in my life. Now, that isn't the same with paddle, for example, where yes. I have taken a few lessons. What percentage of players are you guys seeing that actually take lessons relative to the total I, population? I'll, I'll, I'll give you the big difference and the big question that I always ask. Let me ask one thing. How many strokes or shots you have in tennis? Let number. Forehand, backhand, yeah. volley, yeah. serve, smash. What else? Five, right? Okay. So yeah. what he's saying is if you come back, come from tennis and you're, you're playing paddle, you're playing tennis in the paddle court with only yes. eight to ten shots, that's it. Paddle has... 32 different shots that you right. have to learn. 32 different ones. Only within this, this the forehand side, you have seven different forehand types that you yeah. have to learn. Because now you're using the walls. Yeah. The back wall, side wall, side wall, back wall. And they're all For different sure. shots and different movements. Tennis is only one forehand. Yeah. In paddle, you have seven forehands from the baseline yeah. only. Yeah. So, and seven backhands. So you're already at 14. You yeah. have one. So if you want to play good paddle, there is no way that you can learn without taking any lessons, period. Yeah. You, you reach that ceiling yeah. and you will never grow. Because yeah, yeah. same you're, thing you're with the smash. Better. In tennis, you have only one smash. In paddle, you have five different smashes. If you don't know which ones they are and how to hit them. And when to use them. And how to use them. Yeah. You're dead. I mean, yeah. it, that you reach that ceiling and you will stay there for the rest of your life. And, yeah. and we see this all the time. And we see like people coming from, let's say, Batman or, or squash or, or tennis. Like I was a tennis player, so was he. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you go in there and you have good hands and you have the basics. And, you know, so but you're playing, you're limited, but you're playing there. And a lot of people don't know that they're limited, but they're playing well. I mean, they're athletic, they're running, they're, yeah. but they're they're not really, let's say, playing paddle or limited. Uh, but there'll be a point where you. Boom, you figure it out. You play up a, a player that's really a paddle playing, you're like, I'm playing wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, what the hell am I doing? I thought it was good. I thought it was a 5.0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. then you said, you know what? I got to take lessons. There's those. And then there's ones that have never played any sports. And those go right into the, yes. into the, uh, to the lessons. And those are the ones that, you know, probably it, it, they're going to want to buy something, let's say, less expensive. You know, the ones that are already come from a racket sport. Uh, let's just like myself, yep. I'm going to probably choose something I'm accustomed to in, in tennis, like head, you know, uh, Wilson, yeah, but, something with like a diamond shape. And that's what I did. You yeah, know? but that, that you will aim also for the high end pricing paddles. Yes, you, you will know yes, by the 99 yes, or 150. Right. You will go for the 350, 400. A, 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 a well, I would. I mean, I think. Depends. Depending on what you. I mean, knowing you as my partner, you will buy five different brands. Five. You got at, it. In the four hundred dollar range. Do you change so the racket I use? No, well, we do a lot of a lot of reviews, but I also am looking always for the best racket for me. Right. Yeah. So I'm always if like, something comes out, I do I look at it, I'll get it, I'll use it, we'll do a review on it. But I mean, I like it, so I'll still stay with my panel. <laughs> and I'll keep going like that because you're always looking for that that little extra edge. That's you know interesting. What I'm saying? I uh, have a that's different me. take for me. I just want to keep on using the same one because I feel like I'll get used to it more right. yeah. and well, I'll learn how to well, master that, well, it. Well, that's what happens. Like I used the head Alpha Pro for two that's years. That's what I have. That's, yeah. That was my first racket. <laughs> Sanjo Gutierrez is a great paddle. I used it for two years, but I constantly was looking for something better. I couldn't find it. So I stayed with that. But then I found the, then I found the head, uh, uh, the, 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 the Speed X. 
And then that one, I used it for a while and then went back to uh, Alpha Pro and I couldn't. I have to now use that Speed X because yeah. it's such a difference. Yeah. That's kind of what I do. But I think I'm like, you know, not not the norm. He's a special was, case. Yeah, he's, yeah, I have you know, a special he's, case. Uh, <laughs> he's a, you know, <laughs> but, fanatic. But, yeah. but I'll tell you, I, I, I kind of, I relate to that because I, I, the first racket that I got, and this is prior to Kimoa launching the paddle racket, was an Alpha Pro. I think it's the best racket. And, and I'll tell you, rackets. I'll tell you how I did it. I just Googled. Paddle Rackets, started looking at reviews, found a great deal on OfferUp, and I ended up buying it used for you know a great deal. And the guy's like, it's just too heavy for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know a whole lot. I just know it had great sure. reviews, and that was it. And then you just start slowly trying to get used to it. Now I'm so starting to play so with- So you're price with, conscious now. I, I got a great deal out of it. That's, that's a reality. Because Alpha Pro was never like, very expensive. No, out of, I, out of all the paddles, they were I like you know paid, average. I want to say I paid about two hundred. Yeah. Okay. That's what I. That's, yeah, that's what a I good think. price for that paddle, man. That's what I think I paid for for yeah. that racket. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy with it. Yeah. And the reality is, I'm slowly trying to test the product out, use it a bit more often. But when I want to play with someone that I feel will be a bit competitive, and I have that sort of competitive spirit. I end up just grabbing the, the head one because I'm used to it. Yeah. Not well, because I necessarily it, find it, one. It's probably a superior paddle than all the ones you have because it is an amazing le, 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 That's a great, great question. So now let's, let's ask for a review here. So you have the head and compared to this one, <laughs> what would you compare? What would be your review on the different? Because now you might feel the difference between one and the other one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah. well he just said it. He pulls out the Alpha Pro. I know, I know. But <laughs> what do you think about this paddle? Which ones are you use out of the out of the two? Yeah, yeah. This on the top one. The top Last, one. Yeah. So what do you think about this paddle compared to the Alpha Pro? I, I like the I like the control and the weight, the balance okay. that I have on it. So now you're fe- you're at the level that you feel the difference. I, yes, I mean I say that, but this is like no different than someone that starts meditating and they tell you that they're finally meditating. <laughs> and you could be meditating for a whole year, and never really meditated. Yeah. Truly, right? Yeah. I feel like I understand my my hitting point within okay. the racket yeah. on my alpha, where I still don't really get this one okay. fully. So okay. so I played the alpha for two years, and the alpha pro is a mixture of these two. I'll tell you how. It has a diamond shape. The alpha mm-hmm. pro have that one, mm-hmm. and that one's carbon that the alpha pro has. So it's like a mixture. Yeah. So if this was carbon and had a diamond, it would be closer to the alpha pro. Or so, even the Wilson uh, Bella Pro. Yeah, you know that's that's where. So what did you not like? Let's 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 revert it because usually people will tell you like, what did you like about the racket? And you know, you're doing a product review, and you know, sometimes you just gotta say good things about it, whatever. What did you not like? Just bash the racket if you had to bash it. Uh, well, I'm I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> well, be I'll, honest. I'll be, I, I am want you to be honest. I, with I am. Me. We're just very honest. Me. I think that I think this paddle here is a beautiful racket. I mean, I think it will sell because of its design aspect the yeah. color and the yellow it's just beautiful i mean I, you want to buy it yeah you know what i don't like about it is it's fiberglass it, it, it i don't I, I that's like old like technology it should be carbon fiber it'll be a little stiffer uh the ball come out faster mm-hmm. you have more control and that's the problem with that paddle the other one is a little carbon fiber but not enough but it has a little more power and stiffness mm-hmm. to it, but it's round. Mm-hmm. So the weight's more in, in the middle. Yeah. I like the weight more on the top coming yeah. from tennis. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So I believe that I think it's the opposite. I think the bottom should be fiberglass and the top should be carbon fiber. And that paddle will be a better paddle being carbon fiber. In my eyes, the way I like to play. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because everybody plays different. The ball okay. in there is a fiberglass comes in too far and it comes out. Okay, so yeah. you have to work a little more on it, mm-hmm. you know, whereas the carbon fiber is more stiffer, you don't have to work as much. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go through it. And I'm accustomed to 
carbon fiber because I use a speed X. So I'm accustomed to that already. Mm-hmm. You know? But if you are used to using fiberglass, then then you probably would like that paddle. Yep. But I think more and more, as you see, the technology and the pros are playing with carbon fiber because it's stiffer, it's stronger, the ball comes out faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For that's, me, that's I'll, tell, I'll tell you what my feeling was, and I'm going to give you a Formula One analogy. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> the body and the chassis of an Aston Martin. Yeah. The engine of a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Or a, a Fiat 500. That's oh, fair. Fiat okay. 500. You're not racing in the F1, but if they were, I get it. Oh, Looks man. fantastic. From yeah. the outside, freaking sexy. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling, it, it wasn't there for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Same thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the fiber makes a big difference at our level. Yeah. You know, the level that we feel because the ball, the, it doesn't go as much. Uh, but yeah, it's you guys are the first two. It's an evolving yeah, market. It is, for sure. It for is. Sure. But like I said, when we saw the looks, it's like, holy shit. That looks pretty. Beautiful. That looks In the box good. and everything. Yeah. Like, oh yes. my God, this is a $500 yes. paddle for sure. Yeah. I want it. I want yes. it. These yeah. colors are beautiful. Yeah. But then yeah. when you start feeling it, you because realize. we try, we do a many, many reviews of different products, yeah. it's not there yet. It's not for at sure. the level of the heads or yeah, the Wilson or sure. the advanced paddle. For you sure. know, it needs that extra you know, touch R&D behind it or, or something like that. And but but it, it's... Uh, and the foam is a little softer. Yep. Yeah, the foam is soft. And then I used the other one, the round one, and that had carbon fiber, and I can feel the difference. Yeah. I can feel the yeah. ball coming yes. out a little bit more. Yes. You, you know what I'm saying? If it had a little bit more carbon fiber, that I think this would be... I actually preferred this paddle over the blue one. Yes. But design-wise... I like playing with a diamond uh, head, and that color is, is beautiful. That's funny. I like the diamond in terms of design. Yeah. I prefer the colors of the black one. Maybe it's yeah. like a more... Well, but, you, but you see, it, it paddle is so personal. Yeah. 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 It yeah. goes about the looks and all yeah. that and the mm-hmm. feel. That's yeah. why it's so important for the people to try it out. Yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, this is my personal feeling. You know, right, it, for sure. it, it wasn't sure. his that's feeling sure. or yours. Right. For sure. So, so that's why for it's sure. so important for people to try it out and, uh-huh. and get the, you know, get it out there. But I think you guys are in the right track. Yeah. Start with two, get some feedback back. Yeah. See where you at, and then start making small changes. Paddle brands and paddle models they evolve every, you know, in tennis yeah. I, because our background is tennis. Every six months, it's the same model, same everything. But they change a little tweak. They add, they, they, a little you yeah. use the Alpha Pro, so try using a Speed X, okay? And you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this the Alpha is way Pro better. sucks. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's if you're coming from Al- Al- Alpha Pro, but if you never use a Speed X three, then Alpha Pro is gonna be amazing. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of the, this, you know, same theory as he's talking about. Yeah. You know? So you know, again, I think we're we're really excited because we have a product that um, you know it, it really started selling. Again, two different tar- target demographics, completely different when you, when you look at Europe, where it's yeah. a bit more popular, especially in Spain, where it's a bit more recreational and people do it. And people here in the US where, again, it is a, it's, it's a very premium sort of, of sport. And I don't think it's reached that level yet where it's tipping that sort of, of, of ball of finally getting the masses to start playing it. I mean, again, I pay $25 an hour for cord use, 20 to $35 an hour to yeah. play I pay seven dollars to play tennis free oh, yeah. in in certain yeah, courts. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, and pickleball. Yeah. yeah, but pickleball has this sort of deficiency where if you played a racket sport, I, I think a lot of people who play pickleball just feel like it's missing something. It's too yes. like amateur. Not like you know a what I mean? Sport, like uh, like well, uh, like from, uh, Peter Alonso Peter. said, 
you know, pickleball is a game. Paddle is a sport. sport. Yeah. That's a big difference. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a game. It, it's, you know, it's a sort of like playing ping pong, you know? And I think paddle is a little more fun than tennis. Yeah. Tennis is sometimes can be more difficult to find the right partner, uh, a little less social. But paddle is, it requires, like you said, uh, more shots to learn. Uh, it's, it's more social. Yeah. Um, and you're playing, like tennis, you think of doubles, but in paddle, you don't even think of it as doubles. It's a team. Each side has their they're responsible for doing certain things, yeah. you know. So it's a team effort. Um, so it's, it's different in aspect. Then you get you get addicted very very quickly. Yeah, the, very the, quickly. The technology side of of paddle, which I don't think is mentioned enough, but you look at technology today and you have the apps that enable you to find groups to play with. Because you know sometimes the challenge with paddle is you need four people to play, and not everyone has four people that actually know. Now, obviously, you're a coach. You played regularly. You probably know people. Today, for example, about a couple months ago, I joined on a WhatsApp group based on one of these classes where they yeah. said, why don't you just join this WhatsApp group? They post all the time yeah. matches to play with. And then through that, I found that there was an app that you can just download and it tells <laughs> you about other matches that are open. Yeah. So I think te technology has enabled a lot of us to be able to find games. Oh, yeah, definitely. Where before it was really hard for me to find someone that was yeah. interested in playing. Now you have people who fly down from San Francisco and they're here for a weekend and they'll just jump on the court. Like, yeah. I mean, half oh, the games that yeah. I play are with people yeah. that I've never played <laughs> yeah. with in my life. 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? Amazing. It's, it's very interesting how... Yeah. how um, so, Martin, let's talk about Kimoa. Where do you see Kimoa Paddle? What is the, the, the vision and, and what do you guys want to do with Kimoa Paddle USA? Where, where you, you guys want to take it? What, what is the growth pers you know, perspective? Sure. Um, so, again, next up for us is the launch of the Pickle. Pickleball racket. Okay. Uh, that's going to be, I don't, I don't know if necessarily huge for us, but I think that's going to be interesting. We really want to test that out. We want to gather feedback on the rackets that we have here. So everything that you guys have mentioned and more is super valuable into our second iteration of it. Yeah. And then, and you can use us because we've been we we test yeah you know oh, paddles all fantastic. the time. That's great. So that's great. yeah, we can give you our outtakes and and, mm -hmm. and feedback on for it. sure. Yeah. And then the, the third time, the third, sorry, the third point is how do I start penetrating it from a marketing point of view to showcase the racket, to have more people play it? Because I still believe that a lot of it doesn't necessarily come down to the finer details and performance, but rather the optics of what people believe to be valuable or not valuable. Meaning gotcha. people will see, you know, it's a Fernando Alonso racket. It must be a fantastic racket. And then it may just be psychological. They start playing with it and they're like, this is an amazing racket, way yes, better sir. than a... Um. So again, we are in that sort of space right now where one of them's 385, the other one's 350, expensive. Should we start playing around with the price of it and see, we have a bit of margin in there, not a whole lot, but we we have some of it. Mm -hmm. So should we start playing around with it and see if, you know, at a 280 or 250 or 200 price point, I mean, I don't know if we could do 200, but. 225 price point, we could potentially sell way more of these. Should we bring it up and then just try to make it more of a premium experience? Because here in North America, again, I think the first one is, is the I think so. one because then you get loyalty. So somebody like me, I bought a head. I, I, I want to get another head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If possible. So you might get that, that loyalty and, and they might then purchase something uh, better afterwards once they get more invested into, into paddle. Um, so, so that's you, my, my view. So Kimo is, is planning to stay here in the U.S. 
Oh, 100%. And, and, make, paddle, and make paddle growth and invest 100%. in the sport. 100%. So 100%. Where, are you guys, where are you guys located? What store? So if people want to go visit the yeah. store, look at the uh, paddles and, and, and the shirts and all your products, where, where can they go? It's um, We originally tried to position it as a bit of a niche. So we have the Winwood Paddle Club that features the, the clothing and Correct. the rackets. We have them available on the Kimoa website, kimoa.com. Uh, and that's available ships basically everywhere in the world so if mm -hmm. you go to the if you go to europe you'll see a different sort of store same sort of products uh, and we also have it available at our simply v store one of our other sort of legs within this sort of entire group of businesses an electric scooter business so we're very into this whole environmental movement oh so, oh, so you guys that's your company as well and one yeah. of your verticals of, of uh, companies or yeah yeah it's one of one oh. of our ver we have simply v uh, a retail oh. store in Wynwood, cool. literally right next to Sack the Baker, yeah. uh, the yeah. Billionaires yeah. Boys Club yeah. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A beautiful store over there. We did Aston Martin events in there for for the F1. It's a lot of electric scooters, electric yeah. bikes, electric everything, including our merch. So our own Kimoa stuff in there that that plays a role in there because it's all about uh, playing good for the environment. So would you call Kimoa a sports lifestyle? brand or what will be the right definition of Kimoa? Is that basically that? Yeah, today we're keen on saving the environment. Okay. But I think a lot of brands out there are trying to save yeah. the environment. Okay. I, I was on the Nike website the other day and I saw that shoes are made with like 10% recycled plastics or whatnot. Yeah. We're trying to now focus, and this is a challenge that pe that people don't talk about. So I'll just go back into the clothing and the and the products. We couldn't use recycled products for the for the paddle rackets because when we looked at using recycled products, the quality is just not there. Mm. Yeah. And so you create, I mean, let's just say that you're not happy with it now, you're happy with it. You would definitely not be happy with what we originally <laughs> yeah, got. Right. It yeah. just wasn't there. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the same thing happens with, with the clothes. We're proud of the t-shirt that we have that is made out of 80, 88% uh, recycled products. But it took us quite a while to be able to develop something like this where it's recycled and, and high quality still. Yeah. And that's sometimes the challenge we have with products that are recycled where they look good, but then you wash them and they're not really good or they just don't feel really good. And, you know, trying to save the environment is great, but at what cost? Are you, are you willing to pay the premium for it as well? Right. It's also a lot more expensive to use organic products or recycled right. products or whatnot. Um, so that's all the sort of stuff that we're looking into right now. Where I see the company evolving is we're working a lot closer with Aston Martin, for example. Uh, we are working on collections that are more keen on not just the environment, but also speed performance. We are looking at pickleball. So obviously racket sports is something that we're starting to dive into. And we want to continue that sort of path of like sports that don't really have a brand that you know belongs to them, especially in the clothing side of things. Also in the racket space. So what will we but what what will be the definition? Sports lifestyle brand or what will speed, be speed performance uh, lifestyle brand? Okay, with an eye on on the environment. Perfect. And, and don't forget sun, sea, and light. And I and I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So that good. so that lifestyle of you know people who do enjoy the beach, the water. And again, saving the world. I, 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 I did, um, and you guys sell the, the sunglasses there. They look 
top-notch quality. Great. I yeah. haven't looked at it. You Let's know, I mean, they, they, they look great. Yeah. Why don't we talk about about the the, the sunglasses? Sure. I wish I wish I would have brought a couple. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have um, used them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll bring you guys a couple. All right, cool. Good. Thanks. Um, but uh, yeah, so made out of recycled plastics. We actually use fishnets on on some. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Uh, very popular. I'd say different collections that we have. Good price point, I'd say, because not yeah, so all of like them are 100, like 180 bucks. No, right? some of them are, you know, 120, some of them are 80 bucks. So not everything's like okay. too crazy in terms of price. We're trying to figure out what okay. the sweet spot is there for, for sunglasses. And I think we've nailed that sort of portion of it. But again, it's everything. It's sunglasses, T-shirts, um, sweaters. We have the rackets, everything that's. Uh, uh, the sunglasses, the glass is something very important, yeah. you know, uh, let, do you have any technology behind it or well, well let's talk about how, how important it is i mean some people may not know number one in paddle when you're playing the sun is out and yes. the ball comes up in the air and you cannot see it yeah yes you know so that's really important second could be you know uh uh bicycle riding you're going very fast you know what i'm saying yeah. you have yeah. things that could be you know volleyball my daughter plays volleyball when she's uh beach volleyball when she goes hit that ball sand goes all over yeah. her, her face so all these sports that are like, uh, you need these sports glasses. Yes, I, I you know? use them every day. So <laughs> the sunglasses are very different from the technical glasses. Okay. So where the sunglasses have a frame that's sort of round, the technicals just have the top frame yes. with the lens. Yes. And mm -hmm. you don't have a bit of a bottom. So yeah, it's you, sort of like wrap around, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're a bit mm -hmm. more flexible, but they yeah. don't have the bottom. They're yeah. not meant for looks. They're meant yeah. for performance, Perform whether yes. you're cycling or you're playing sports mm -hmm. or obviously it wouldn't apply for like skiing. We actually have the, the, the full on goggles at that point. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to bring you guys some of the technical yeah. goggles, tell you a bit about the tech, which I don't have here right now, but I'll, I'll bring That'd you guys great. some of the tech yeah, cool. yeah. And, uh, and talk about that for sure. Yeah, or we can do a podcast at, at the store too and, yeah. and, and talk about it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's great too. Sure. We have uh, some racing simulators. They're a lot of fun. Oh, yeah? They're really? Oh, yeah, we yeah. definitely <laughs> got to do something on that. Yeah, yeah. Right? If you want to see what the F1 check it experience out. is oh, like. Oh, dude. Yeah. Right there at the store, you have the speed. We're racing, man. The speed simulators are at the store? Yeah, yeah. So the F1 simulators are there. We have three simulators working. We have a whole bunch of electric vehicles that you guys can try. So, with. so how does that work? If somebody comes over and just try that out or you got to pay a, a, an hourly rental for or how does that no, simulator there, work? There's no rental. We typically allow any clients uh, existing or new to just Amazing. use them. We got to go try that out. You know, the, if it's not busy, we're happy to accommodate mm -hmm. and allow anyone to, sure. to just wants to try it out to just sit down and, and give it a lap. Yeah. So just to wrap it up. Uh, where can they buy the paddles? Where can they try all the paddles? Where can they try the Kimoa brand? Yeah. Uh, where can we buy, where can you buy the paddles? The paddles can be bought at Kimoa.com. They can be purchased at the Winwood Paddle Club. They can be purchased at the Simply V website, simplyv.com, Simply V store as well, okay. which is located in Winwood. Where can we try them out? You can try them out at the store if you wanted to come and just get a feel for them. Uh, and we're also going to be working with the Winwood Paddle Club to make sure you guys I, have I love that. Paddle yeah. I love that. For sure. Perfect. All right, great. Uh, Martin, thanks for coming. Uh, wish you all the luck and congratulations yeah. on the new spot there. And yeah. uh, we look forward to seeing more paddles and, and uh, another podcast with you. Thank you guys for, for having me here. It was fun. And, and, and hopefully it'd be nice to see the evolution of this where this leads to, you know, a couple of months from now. Well, yeah. actually... I think next time we'll see Martin. We should be in the paddle court yeah. playing a match. Yeah, let's do it. Playing yeah. a game. Yeah, let's yeah, play. Yeah. You know, try the paddle. You embarrass me yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> you could bring in Fernando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
we can bring Fernando and then do a. Sure. Sure. We got to do it, right? Get some good content there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Record a little bit. It'll be, you know, collaborate. That'll be really cool. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah. but thank you for coming, man. No, I really guys, appreciate, it. appreciate it. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and turn on your notifications. And remember, it's free 99. It doesn't cost you anything to hit that subscribe button. Thanks for tuning in to Paddle Smash Academy. We hope you'll find our videos informative, helpful in improving your game and learning all things paddle. So until next time, keep improving your game. And remember, learn, play, and share.